0: This is where women grow. Welcome to another episode of the Girl Power Alliance podcast. I'm so excited to share this young, vibrant, beautiful woman with you. Let me tell you a little bit about Mary. She is a social media coach who helps women entrepreneurs make a greater impact online. Who doesn't need that, right? She believes that everyone has a dream and that they deserve to be shared. That dream deserves to be shared with the world. And social media is just how we get to do that. Mary got started in social media management about four years ago and since has helped startups scale to six and seven figures. Today, she lives in Napa, Florida, goes to Orange Theory, I think a lot. I love Orange Theory and the beach every morning, which is where she feels closest to the Lord. Welcome and thank you for joining us.
1: Hello. Thank you so much for having me here. I am so excited it's to talk to you today, Michelle.
0: I am too. And your hair is back in a ponytail, so we can't see all these beautiful purple locks, but um, it was one <laughs> of the first things that I noticed about you. And we, you want to tell everybody kind of, I mean, a little bit about your hair and what you use your hair for. Um, of course. Okay.
1: So if you can kind of see my hair is dark purple, it's not coming up super well on the camera. And then I also have tinsel in it. Um, there's a couple different strands of tinsel in here. And I dyed my hair purple in the middle of quarantine last year. Cause I was like, I'm bored. My balayage was all grown out. Like it looked bad. I couldn't go anywhere to get it redone. I was like, you know what? I'll just dye it purple. It'll be so fun. And it's so funny because I used to be the person who like hid in the corner. I didn't want my voice to be heard. I didn't think that I had a voice or a story, which is part of why I believe that everyone's dream deserves to be shared with the world. And so I dyed my hair purple. It was a huge step for me. And I actually use it as a, like a connector to make connections with people. People will come up to me all the time and be like, oh my gosh, your hair is purple, which is so fun just to get to like use my hair to meet more people.
0: <laughs> it's just a perfect example of how we in today's world of business, we are our own biggest billboard. Mm-hmm. We really are. <laughs> and it is noticeable. I mean, it's she's right. You can't see as by how vibrant it really is right now through the, through the camera, but it is vibrant and it's long and beautiful. So when she walks into a room, she has this presence immediately, um, which I think is super fun. Well, I am, um, I met Mary at the event that I've talked about a couple of times here on the podcast in San Antonio. And she was, uh, she was there as a participant, but were you there? Because, uh, were you, Have you been participating or attending Danny Johnson events? Is that how you know the the crowd?
1: It is. So I've been attending Danny Johnson events for uh, like two and a half years now. Um, But the reason why I was there is because of something that Summer said to me. Can I share it really quick? Please. Okay. So she shared this at the event. And uh, um, I met Summer like I think two months. The event was in July and I met her I think in April. So I don't know, whatever the distance is between there. Um, I walked up in the middle of a conversation with her and one of my friends. I like kind of met Summer, but didn't really know her. And she said to one of my friends, she said, Do you know that fear is direct disobedience to God? And I was like, What are you talking about? And she goes, I don't know how I could be more clear. The Bible literally says, Do not fear. And then she said some other stuff too. And I literally fell on the ground because in my head was going through all of the things that I hadn't done. Because I was fearful and all of the things that had held me back, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" Let me tell you, I left that conversation with summer, and every single aspect of my life changed for the better. Because when that fear started to well up inside of me, that conversation popped into my head. I was like, "All right, I'm going to do it, scared. I'm going to do it anyways, even though I'm scared." And every single like, I shared my story for the first time after like never sharing it before, like. Reached out to friends, like business did better than it ever, like every single area, like became happier, like all of it. And so when she said that, I was like, all right, I need to be in that room. And she actually shared that story at the event as well, which I was really grateful for.
0: It's an amazing thing when. You know, you probably had heard that many times before, but you weren't ready to hear it. And so the culmination of your own personal development, your own walk with the Lord in that moment, it was like, it opened up for you. And it's a, it's a beautiful thing to be able to step into who you were designed to be. And I think that's kind of the journey of our lives here is to continue to step toward that person. And, uh, so that's, that's super awesome. And I only, um, connected with summer literally like less than a month before or about a month before the event. So it's funny how things happen like that. And let's, um, so you've been doing, so you're young. How old are you? If you don't mind me asking. I'm
1: 23.
0: Okay. So you're 23. So you've said that you have been doing social media management for four years. So you started literally as a teen. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And
0: yeah, I'd like to hear that story. Like what guided you into (laughs) that?
1: so it was my sophomore, it was right before my sophomore year of college. Um, my mom posted on Facebook, like, Hey, my daughter's looking for a job for the summer, you know, make a little bit of extra money as like moms do, which is awesome. Um, and one of her friends who she'd worked with in the past commented and said, um, I just started a new business. I need someone to write blogs for me and run my social media. And we got on a call. It's so funny too, because we literally got on this call and I like was not prepared at all because I was like, I don't I don't know what to prepare. I don't know what to do. I think I rolled out of bed like 10 minutes before. Thankfully it was a phone call. So like didn't matter. We get on the phone and we're talking and he just like excited, like he's so pumped about this business. And um, he's talking about all the things that he needs. And he was like, Will you like partner with me? Will you do this? Like we're gonna be helping like veterans like change their lives, all of that. And I said, I have no idea how to write blogs or how to run a social media like campaign, but I'll learn. And he said, cool, you're hired. And I was like, oh, no.
0: (laughs) That's awesome.
1: So I used University of Google and like every other expert and like just figured it out. Um, and it was incredible seeing that company grow and being able to like work with them and like truly help veterans, like change their lives, help them get the support that they need. Um, so I did their social media for them. And then about two years into the conversation, um, I, I was their director of social media. I don't know how he hired a 19 year old and decided Mm -hmm. that she should be their director of social media, but Hey, it worked out. Um, he called me and he said, you need to start your own social media agency. And I said, what are you talking about? Like, this is insane. But at that moment, the worst thing that I could think of was that I would fail and I'd go get a regular nine to five. And I was like, all right, like that's the worst thing that could happen. And that's all that I could think of in the, at the moment. And I was like, okay, I'll go for it. And so have been, had my own agency, been taking on other clients and both done for you and coaching, doing more coaching now, cause I can work with more people than done for you. Um, For a little over two years and solely doing that. It's been amazing. So fun. So many lessons, like (laughs) it's been incredible though.
0: That's awesome. Uh, That's a, you know, it's kind of, well, when I was, when I was your age, uh, there was no social media. So this is a, this is a career that, has been created in the last decade, which is an exciting one. And I, you know, what we like to talk about here at GPA and what we really like to promote is the fact that we entrepreneurs collectively, um, we women entrepreneurs, specifically here inside this community, we're not just entrepreneurs. We don't just work for the dollar. We work for you know, the kingdom. (laughs) We like to have an impact on the kingdom in everything we do. And my personal belief is that through the marketplace, our interactions with people can even be more impactful than, than those interactions in the big C church, because there are some people that will never set foot in a church for a number of reasons, you know, whatever the reason is, but they can see and feel and get an experience of, Who Jesus is through us in the marketplace. It's so powerful. It's such a powerful um, vehicle for us to use to, you know, share the gospel. So I would love to kind of hear, because obviously you're a believer. Um, the, you know, the event that we went to was a Christian event, and you know, we were always talking about Jesus. So I would love to kind of hear how you feel like your faith has either impacted what you're doing, either guiding you into it, or how you kind of manage the day-to-days as an entrepreneur in your business.
1: Um I think that if I did not have Jesus I would not still be an entrepreneur. Like we'll just have that as like the blanket statement. <laughs> um one of the things that I talk about a lot with my coach is like the roller coaster of like just life but also of business. You know, you're at the high of like you know getting to reach your goal or getting a new client or whatever and then it's the low of like hey maybe this didn't come out the right way, maybe you're frustrated, you're not hitting your goals and like literally without Jesus like I think it would be a lot more extreme of a roller coaster or like I would not be in entrepreneurship anymore. But it's just so cool in that. And also like seeing how the Lord is able to show up. Um, So seeing how like I'm a big believer in like I can share the Lord, even if I'm not like talking about him, but in how I treat other people. So how am I loving other people? How am I showing up for this client? How am I responding? um in everything and so it doesn't necessarily have to be coming out of my mouth but it can be in all of my actions because again it goes back to like actions speak louder than words and so it's looking at that it's like also knowing the fact that like I would not have any of this like without the Lord like the fact of like seeing how he's blessed me seeing how he's blessed my clients um is just such a testimony to his goodness and like what he wants to do and what he's doing in the kingdom and in my life, our life, all of it.
0: Beautiful. I love to hear young women just on fire for the Lord. Um, So my question for you then next is, do do you market yourself as like a Christian social media coach or is that part, is that part of your, um, your avatar that you're looking for?
1: Um, so part of my avatar, like, yes, I am looking for women of faith and I have not branded myself as that, but it's in my content. So I will talk about, like I shared that, um, fear into faith story on my profile. I'll share, um, different things that the Lord is doing on my stories. I will tell stories, um, of what the Lord is doing. Um, through that, which has been really cool too, because I'll get messages from people and they'll be like, "Like, what? What did you mean by that? Like, tell me more." And I love when people just ask me questions because we can have that conversation and like build friendships around, with people literally all around the world. But what I really love is when I post like Bible verse or something that I'm learning um, about the Lord, and somebody responds to that, and then I get to have those conversations. I don't care if they're going to be a client or not, but I love the fact that I get to like talk to them about it see what their experience is, and then talk deeper about it.
0: So it's not a part of your personal branding, but it's such a big part of who you are that people, people know.
1: Mm -hmm. Correct.
0: Very cool. Do you find that you have more clients that are believers because of that? I think that's what
1: I attract. Um, because, you know, it's like birds of a feather flock together. Um, I've definitely seen that in the people who are like coming to me is like, I know either through conversations or what they post that they are believers, which is really cool.
0: I love to do business with other believers and support their business. So um, I, I get that, you know, I, if I have, if I have a choice, I mean, obviously not going to make a choice just because somebody is a believer, unless the Holy Spirit tells me to. But in general, if I have a choice and I can support another uh, Christian woman in business, then I, I love to do that. So that, that's a. I think that's awesome. Um, what you what you're doing? I mean, the the whole social media. It is such a blessing and such a curse. As much as we, it is required. I believe it is required. It is a requirement of today's business. It doesn't matter what your business is, whether you are like a solopreneur in the service business or, you know, you have a brick and mortar. I, I feel like without a social media presence, like you really don't exist. I mean, it's sadly, I hate to say that, but, I mean, and that is just so weird because, you know, I'm old and I, and we, I grew up in the world of business where there wasn't such a thing, but I have people that ask me all the time, you know, I don't have a, so-and-so wants to do business with me, but they don't have social media. How do I communicate with them? I'm like, well, They can't do the business that you're doing without social media. So is that a conversation that do you encounter that with people like, like all levels, like people that are, they're killing it on social media and they just want to up level and people that are like, I don't even have an Instagram. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. That was a conversation that I had with a friend this past week is they were like, Hey, like I don't have any social media. I don't even know where to start. Because like it is, it's a blessing and a curse, and I think a lot of it is what do you choose to follow, what do you choose to look at. Um, But it's so crazy because yeah, you need social media because what do we do when we hear about somebody? Like I think we connect every time. First on Instagram, yep. and then I was like, wait, let's get each other's numbers too. <laughs> yep.
0: I I do it too. I mean, if somebody, let's just say they they friend you or they follow you on Instagram, first thing I do before I do anything is I go look at their profile. I'm like, okay, who is this person? And I know even in the, in the traditional job world, they do it too. They literally, they'll take your resume and resumes now are asking for your social media handles. They will go look at your social media and make a judgment on whether they want to interview you or not based on what they see on that social media feed. So, so you know, and I agree with you. You can kind of um, create uh social media that suits what you want to see for for the most part and it's kind of how it works anyway the algorithm like what you like what you spend time on they show you more of that so you can filter out things that maybe you're not interested in participating in you know what i mean you can have this completely bespoke <laughs> social media you know content that you're receiving um but you also get you know subjected to other things so it's just an interesting you have to have a balance i think
1: absolutely yeah and like I'm a big believer in unfollowing people who don't fit your um, present in your future because, like, hey, like, I love you, I'll bless you, like, support you, but either like, you just need to unfollow or unfriend somebody because maybe they're being like negative and nasty and like they're bringing you down or whatever that is. And just figuring out what that looks like for yourself and knowing, like, hey, what can you do? What does this look like for you? And again, my like boundaries with that are probably not going to be the same as yours. And that's okay. But also knowing that, like, yeah, it can be a tool. Use it as a tool, and don't like follow these people if they're like, you know, just there's some people who choose to post stuff that I don't really want to see. So,
0: I love the unfollow option. And someone people say to me, "Oh, did you see so and so?" Nope, <laughs> I didn't. I followed that person a long time ago for my own mental health. Um, the the thing about social media that I think is such a benefit, especially in a world where we are so. Man, we are so inundated with media, uh, negativity, so many tragedies and things that, you know, we have the opportunity as believers to be a light. And I always try to teach this to the people that I work with and mentor. Like, don't judge your success based on the algorithm. I mean, you have to, we have to exist in both worlds, right? We are human beings living in the natural world, right? So we have to, we have no choice but to exist there, but we as believers need to judge our um, kind of accomplishments by the, by the kingdom's economy. So even though you're putting out content, sharing your heart, whatever, and maybe you're not getting the, the likes, the follows, off, but you, I, we, I, we know We know that the word of God never goes void. We know that we are planting seeds to impact other people's lives. And so it's it's this interesting balance that we have to continue, I think, to to share with others and continue to tell ourselves like you're out there putting yourself out there sharing, you know, stories, how God is working in your life. And maybe you get like two likes, and you're like, nobody even sees it. That means nothing in the kingdom.
1: And think about all the people who saw it, but maybe didn't like it. Exactly. And like, think about the people, maybe they took a screenshot of it. Maybe they like took a screenshot of it and shared it with their mom, who's going through a really rough time. Maybe um, they like sent it to a friend, whatever, like you don't know exactly like the Lord or the word does not return void, but also like, you don't know the impact that it had on other people, even with live video views. I do not believe that they are accurate because the, like, just in looking at it, I don't think that they're hundred percent accurate. And that's okay. But also knowing it's like the law of reaping and sowing. Yes. What are you reaping? Like, are you planting good seed? Are you putting out like a good message? Are you telling your story? Are you sharing like what the Lord has done in your life and other people's lives? Are you looking at all of that? Because that's really what matters. Um, and being able to see that and that is going to be Sewn. So, that's it. Yeah. Reaping and sewing. I yeah. Guess, anyway. <laughs> yeah. You said it right.
0: <laughs> okay. You said it right. So if somebody is listening to you and they're like, man, I think I need her, but I don't exactly know what she does. Why don't you give a little commercial for what it is that you do? Cause I know you're doing both and you're kind of leaning more toward the coaching. So share like your commercial.
1: Share my commercial. I love that. Yeah. So at the beginning of 2020, I kind of had this realization that like I can do your social media for you, but it's always going to have a little bit of my voice in it, even if I use your words. And it's like giving a man a fish versus teaching him how to fish. Yes. And so I learned how to create social media content on a very little bit of time. So I learned what are the things that you need to do in order to share your mission, share your dream with the world. And I teach other people how to do that. So either through like a self-paced program or through a three-month coaching program, we work together and figure out what works for you. How can you make social media work for you? Because again, it's just a tool. There's a lot of different ways to use the tool, but using it, making social media social, because that's another thing that I'm really big on is like relationship over the like business exchange and also sharing your story. So yeah and teach you how to make social media simple, make a bigger impact, because really it doesn't have to be like scary or difficult or hard. It's probably just a couple little tweaks that you need to be able to make in order to be successful.
0: Mm, Love it. So it sounds like you have both a digital program that people can do on their own and you have a program where they work directly with you like one-on-one face-to-face or (laughs) (laughs) screen-to-screen.
1: Correct. Yeah. It really just depends on like, where are people at in their journey and what do they need? Um, whether they need just like, Hey, here are the steps now you can go implement it. And then you can talk to me in the Facebook group, or do you want to have more of that one-on-one, um, conversation talking through messenger and like getting personalized. All right. Talk about this, post this, let's do this for your next launch.
0: I love it. Now, how can people find you?
1: Um, on Facebook or Instagram, I'm gonna like, I think, yeah, my name should be spelled out on here. My last name is a little difficult to spell. Um, but my name is Mary Diasetis and Facebook and Instagram is where I spend most of my time. Um, because I love both platforms. I do want to say this as well. Um, I'm a big believer in turning your notifications off for social media. And so I don't have my notifications on. Um, and so if like, it feels overwhelming to you and you're like, I just can't get like, whether that's that kingdom work done, I can't get like my work done. I can't, whatever, look at turning off your notifications as well, because if our brain is constantly like getting the ding and getting stimulated and all of that, it's harder to hear the Holy spirit. It's harder to hear like your kids. If you have kids, it's harder to like do all of the things. Um, So I don't have any of my notifications on. So it may take me a minute if you send me a DM on Instagram, but I would love to connect with you.
0: That is a, that is a true nugget right there. I hope that those of you that are watching and are feeling like, I hate social media, that one action alone can literally change the entire tone of your experience with social media. If you're not constantly getting the the notifications of somebody commented, somebody liked, somebody messaged, and then you just plan out your day that you're going to check it in the morning and the evening. And like, you're in control. This is what I try to tell people about social media. You're in control of it. You can watch it as little or as much as you want. You can post what you want. You don't, oh, it's, I like, I'm more private. Then still be private. You don't have to put your, you know, all the inner workings of your life on there if that's not your personality. So um, that is, that's amazing. That's such a nugget. Are you, do you have a website that we can direct people to?
1: Yes. So my website is called TheDreamers.co. Um, because my one-on-one coaching program is called dreamers and action takers, because like I said, I believe that you get to dream big. I believe that the Lord plants big dreams on our hearts and then it's time to take action towards them. So you can hmm. have a big dream, but unless you start to take, even if it's a baby step towards those dreams, they're never going to come true. So my website is called the dreamers.co.
0: That's amazing. And don't worry if you're driving or working out or listening to this podcast on a podcast platform, all of Mary's information will be in the show notes. If you're watching this on YouTube, just go right below the video and all of the information to connect with Mary will be in there. Reach out to her. I know that you love her. I've told her at the event that she should change her Instagram handle to the girl with the purple hair or something <laughs> because it's it's such a it's such a um, unique thing. I mean, people will remember, oh yeah, that girl that had the purple hair. And I mean, I guess that locks you in and maybe you don't want to be locked into the purple hair, right? Like usually people, because of my background in the beauty business, I have found that people that go to these really bold colors, they don't like to stay any one color for too long. So maybe you don't want to be locked in.
1: I don't know. I've had it for a year now. I kind of like it. Like I am literally known as like, oh, it's the girl with the purple hair. Like I meet people in airports all the time with it. I'm like kind of juggling in between. So maybe if you end up reaching out to me, let me know. Should I like change it? Should I go back to blonde, back to brown? Like just go like turquoise. I have all my turquoise stuff over here. Like, Have my- you been turquoise?
0: What? Have you been turquoise? No, I've only been purple. Awesome. That's fun. Yeah. Would you ever like got
1: your hair a crazy
0: color? I never did. I was, I was literally the bit when I, even in cosmetology school, when all the girls are testing all these things and chopping all their hair, my hair has literally looked almost exactly the same since for my whole life, since high school, I've never done any, any crazy colors. I've never done any crazy haircuts. And, um, I mean, You could pick out literally the only difference is like my, the style of my bangs based on what was popular at the time. My length has gone up and down slightly. And for a few years I had dark in the, in the nape. I've never, I'm like wimp, but my, both my daughters were always way more bold than me. And my oldest daughter, literally she, for her whole life until she moved out of the state, she'd sit down in my chair, whether it was at home or at a salon. And she'd be like, do whatever you want. So I got to do some fun things with her put in the nineties, we were putting big chunks of color in the hair. You're too young for that. But back in the nineties, it's like coming back kind of these big pieces of color. So we did that. But my youngest daughter, uh, she went to a private school and they, you know, they have all these rules, can't have colored hair. So every break, if it was Easter break or summer break, she, we would always do, she did it create, like she's been everything except for black. She's been purple teal green blue pink um she has done every she's done everything and she chopped her like she had me do a pixie cut on her which was i was i'm traumatized from doing it she's done every she's worn really long extensions. so my youngest one i got to live vicariously through her with all the all the fun crazy hair things
1: wait that's so fun and i feel like sometimes that's better you know like she wanted it and wanted the crazy hair and then you just got to like you know execute it
0: for her head. (laughs) Well, it's a, it's a wonderful way to express yourself. I, I think, you know, um, I feel bad for people that don't get to do stuff like that because parents have rules like, Oh, you can't do that. Like what a, what a great way to express yourself, you know, and, and kind of figure out who you are and what you like. And, you know, it's just hair, it's just temporary. So Um, well it can be temporary, (laughs) but the fun thing about, about doing stuff with your hair is you, you know, you can always change it. So I always tell her, she's like, what if I don't like it? Well, we'll change it. (laughs) So, um, that's kind of a fun thing. Well, I just appreciate you. I appreciate your, you are extraordinarily like the purple hair was standing. You are an extraordinarily vivacious girl that walks into the room and you are an energy shifter. Like You have an energy about you that extends out to anyone around you. I appreciate that about you. I I feel it when I see your social media. So it's not just in person. I felt it in the room when I, when I met you in person, and I know that you're just going to be wildly successful. I'm excited to watch the journey that you're on and see what, how, what really incredible ways that God uses you in the marketplace and in people's lives. And I just appreciate you for being here on the podcast.
1: Thank you so much, Michelle. I received that. That was incredible. Oh my gosh. GPA is like, I've been like going through all of your stuff. We met like what, two weeks ago. So I've been like stalking all of the groups, all of the pages. Michelle's talk was absolutely amazing. If y'all can go and look at um, her talk from the weekend, like. Oh my gosh. It was incredible. So thank you. Thank you for having me on today and for what you're doing, literally changing the way that women show up in the world, in the marketplace and in business, because it is truly creating like, I was going to say ripple, but I feel like it's more of a tsunami because Mm. like that's way more intense. So I like, like it's creating a tsunami of this new change and the way that we get to do business. Not that Mm. we have to, but that we get to.
0: Amen. I received that, and um, I, you know, my the dream that God planted in my heart is that we as women align. It's why the name of you know Girl Power Alliance. It's this alliance of women. It's it's literally not about me. I I I don't like to. I, I don't ever want it to be about me. It's about all these women collectively that come together, and I like to call it supernatural synergy, like. You meet somebody, I I get chills every time I say it, you meet and you connect with somebody. And when these women have these hearts that are aligned for the Lord, like synergy happens instantaneously. It's literally like this almost quantum leap of you just met and now you're best friends. It happened with me in summer. We just met, we're all, all like instantaneous connection. I felt it with you. And that happens, I believe in the body of believers because Christ is drawing us together so that we can draw others to him. And it's just an exciting thing. I hope you'll come back and just keep updating us as you add things to your repertoire as an entrepreneur. And if you have new things to launch, come back and do another podcast and feel free um, inside of the Girl Power Alliance Facebook group. Are you on? You're on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Then just go live in there. A lot of groups have all these rules like only post on this day and don't promote yourself. I just rebuke that. And I want all the women to go in there and promote themselves and connect with other women. And so feel free to, to do that inside there. Um, and you know, we'll see what God does. Oh my
1: gosh. I love it. God's so cool. Uh, I love it. Thank you so much, Michelle.
0: <laughs> Amen. All right. Thanks girl. What a blessing to get to connect with that young, vibrant thing. Little miss Mary, she's doing big things and got a lot of time ahead of her to do it. I love our community. I love the women that we are attracting and I love that we are literally changing the narrative. We're, we're changing the culture here in the world, not just inside of our community. But we're changing the culture in the world of the way that women, number one, respond to the world, standing in their true identity, right? Their God-given identity, not the identity that the enemy has told us that we have. But in addition to that, we are changing the way that we work together. There is no competition in the kingdom. We are all about elevating Edifying and encouraging other women, even if they're in our same profession, in our same lane, there is enough for everybody. And we live this mantra out inside the community and out. And I believe that we are changing the the narrative here. So, in a world where women used to not play nice together, (laughs) we are not only playing nice together, we are collaborating, we are creating, we are shifting things, and we are moving the needle for the kingdom in the marketplace. It's starting in the marketplace. Do you feel that? If you are one of these amazing women that is drawn to or feel called to this marketplace ministry, then Girl Power Alliance is a place for you, and you need to actually head over and join the membership now. Trust me, there are things you don't want to miss out on that are coming that are only for members. Head over to girlpoweralliance.com and join today. Girl Power Alliance is the international alliance of Christian women in business, and we are waiting for you. We'll see you soon.